And we're live. Beats, Brews, Points of View, Episode 6. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So we got a lot to cover today, don't we? Got a lot to cover, and we're excited because we're on the webcam now. We got Me and E-Man went to Best Buy yesterday and got us a nice webcam so you can watch our podcast now. Oh, shit. We got the 4K going, too. Oh, oh man. This is looking crispy. beautiful. You can see all the blemishes and stuff in my face. No, I'm just kidding. And I'm um, going, we're going live from, we got Facebook, YouTube, and, you know, our normal and recording. We'll put it up on SoundCloud later. So we'll be on our SoundCloud link as well. And we're working our way to get to Apple and Spotify and all that shit for the podcast. We got a lot to talk about today, my friend. Yeah. We can start by talking about this crazy beer. Look at this beer can. Oh, you man. Truffle Shuffle it. No diggity. It's got the Truffle Shuffle Goonies How many Goonies fans are there? <laughs> I'm not going to do it, cause, but... Yeah. Shuffle, shuffle. <laughs> so this is who makes uh, this beer? I know uh, it's made in Muskegon. I forgot Pigeon exactly. Hill. It's made in Muskegon, right? Yep. Muskegon, yep, Muskegon Michigan. Michigan. Yo, shout out to Pigeon Hill. I've never had this, but I am a huge fan of these damn New England IPAs. Yeah, so good. this is like, so for those of you who are not familiar with the New England IPA and like the actual style behind it, is uh the difference between it is like it's more cloudy. So it's unfiltered, and that's why you get all like the cloudiness with it, because you got all the fucking little esters and all that shit that like goes in the yeast. So that's why it has like a lot more flavor than like your normal IPA. Like say comparable to like a fucking two hearted or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, cheers, bro! Cheers, salute. Got a lot to celebrate today because my man here, E-Man's album dropped today. Be careful, be safe is on all streaming platforms Go right now. Go buy it though. You buy can purchase it. it on iTunes, all that shit, Amazon, all that shit. Go buy it. Seven bucks. Hey, Show this man hey, some love. This is what the shit looks like. Hold up. That's what the shit looks like right there. Yeah. Oh man, that camera is fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, speaking of that, I, uh, something I, I, I've been listening back to our podcast. And my mental note for this podcast is to keep my F-bombs to a minimal. <laughs> Last podcast, I was listening back, and I was explaining some point, and I was literally saying, fuck every other word. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with a few fucks. I mean, you, it's, you, you shouldn't give any fucks, but you can give True. a few fucks here and there. I like that. That's good perspective. <laughs> no, man, but I really like your album, and I'm excited that it's I'm going to let him out. talk about it, because I don't want to boast my own damn self, so I'm going to just... It's a seven-song it. EP, Be Careful, with Be a, Safe. With a bonus track. With the bonus track. Um, I, the intro track is currently my favorite. It's uh, Green Balloons. Balloons. It's got a nice little intro with E-Man talking on there, and I don't know. I just like the vibe of that song. It's nice and like chill, laid back. I like the message in there. Um but, I mean, he literally covers everything, though. Like, White Russian Mayno is the one that I think a lot of people are liking already. The one thing they said I don't have, like, when I was going back to it, I don't have, like, a slow, like, song for the ladies. And that's, mm. I don't have that. Well, that's what your next EP next can be. Project. be all for the ladies. Next project. Not, I mean, we're not going to do all, no. That's not, that's not my style. But, yeah. <laughs> get in your R&B bag. Well, get some R&B. I got, I got those singing chops in, so, yeah. Yeah, and then he's got Holy Water on here, too, which has already been out. That you've the video heard. is been shooting for oh, Holy Water really? very soon. Oh, I didn't even know that. Ah, the video. Ha, that's a surprise. Where, uh, where are you filming that at? We're already done. Oh, you're already done? Yeah, we finished it last Saturday. Oh, shit. Where yeah, was, we, tell me about it, dude. I want to know. Oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be trippy. Pretty much I yeah. die. I die in the video. Mm. Like, bad. Like, brutally. Yeah? Yeah. yeah <laughs> How? <laughs> well, I guess not give it away. I don't well, want to spoil some shit. Where did you guys There's a at? lot of... We shot it all in Ipsy. In Ipsy? Nice. Yeah, we shot it all in Ipsy. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of symbolism going on in that video. It's kind of like more of like a rebirth of style. That's kind of mm-hmm. like why I like, like Holy Water. Like, that's not my favorite track on the album mm-hmm. by any means, but... I love that beat. I fucking love that. Oh, yeah. Shout out to me. Actually, I did it with Ian Griffith. Shout out to Ian Griffith on that one. That little, like, that... I can't get that. That one does a little like kind of like gives me Yeah, it gives me like almost like a sound of splice on that shit. You know what I mean? Like beats Kanye was making back in like oh one, you know? When Kanye was good. Yeah, dude. I dare I say good. Don't don't get me started on Kanye West right now. I mean like I'm I've lost complete interest. I'm gonna cry. I have moved on. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. I was talking to someone on Twitter about this actually. Please don't Please don't. just not even checking. I don't wanna that's a whole I would spend like an hour on that and I don't wanna do that. Shout out to uh Greg Mogul's join. Danielle just joined. Oh god, we're talking about Kanye and Danielle's in the fucking group. That's gonna be interesting. Alright. Well actually I'll say one thing about Kanye before we just move on because I don't really want to talk about it too much either. I um, saw that TMZ shit and the new one because he was on there again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's kind of nuts that he has like family around him that just doesn't give a fuck. That's what it seems to me because that man is clearly ill. He's definitely got some fucking the Kardashian effect. Health. I call it the Kardashian effect. If you really think about it, everybody that's been around the Kardashians has gone batshit crazy. Yep, that's for sure. Scott's an alcoholic. Greg fucking oh, what's his face? Uh, Lamar Odom almost fucking overdosed. Caitlyn Jenner, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to go into that one. Uh, what I know I'm missing. Fucking Reggie Bush towards ACL, never heard of him again. <laughs> you can't uh, blame that on the fucking Chris Humphreys. Well, Chris Humphreys, Chris Humphreys is the only one to survive the Carcassian curse because he was already fucking mediocre going into it. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah he married up on that one. He, yeah, he married up big time. Um, that's funny though. I feel like I'm missing somebody. But yo, like oh, the, Travis Scott, watch out. There like you go. The, the freaking... The SNL performance was terrible. Like, don't I'm, just, I'm just good. Done I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm done talking about Kanye West because yep. I'm just fucking get the Elvin didn't come out, of course. Yandy, because <laughs> fucking Little Wayne and Logic put out their shit the same day. Yeah, that's what we could talk can we, about. Can we, can we please just talk about that? Like, can we please just talk about Carter Five for a minute? <laughs> yeah, we can. How much Carter Five was fucking amazing? Mm-hmm. It is. Carter Five was the shit. Um, oh man, that fucking Mona Lisa is still my favorite song on there. Oh yeah, it's, the it's story is absolutely fucked up, but it's. Crazy. I gotta start watching my fuck moms now. Like, I, I love how I love how they do that. Like Kendrick's verse on there is just absolutely insane. Like every day, I'm getting closer to saying that Kendrick's my favorite rapper of all time. Like it, Biggie's my favorite rapper of all time, but like he has now what four, five projects that are all amazing. He put out that produced the Black Panther soundtrack, which was amazing. Every feature he puts on, I always guaranteed to make judge it sound a smash. an artist by their second album because you can have a, a great first album, mm-hmm. but if you can follow it up with some shit, then that way you solidify yourself. Like you know what, I'm a fan. And he's on and four he now, that. and like, he's on four great albums right now. And that's, I mean, if you want to cut, on yeah, I got, I got, too, that's five. Like yeah, that's I his got, throwaways from fucking. No, like, we, we can even go back to uh, what was the one right before Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, not overly dedicated. Before that, after that one, before Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, Section 80. Yeah, yeah Section, Section 80. 80. Yeah, That was the first time I saw Kendrick was on the Section 80 tour. Section um, 80 was great. I saw him at Bonnaroo, actually, in 2011. That was crazy. Actually, on that same stage, all in a row was Kendrick Lamar. Well, he didn't know. He was last. So it was Yellow Wolf, and then it was uh, Danny Brown, and then it was the Alabama Shakes, and then Kendrick Lamar, like all in a row on the same stage. I was like, this shit is amazing. Oh, you know what? That makes sense because Yellow Wolf was there. That makes sense. I'm like, Alabama Shakes, that's so fucking random. This like, is before right. like Yellow Wolf started right. getting into that shit. Okay. Like, I'm like, this is when Yellow Wolf had like Trump music out. 
Danny Brown was touring. Zero on, sixty. Danny Brown was touring the thirty mixtape. He didn't even have his <laughs> debut album out yet. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Logic got that Young Sinatra four, dude, I'm, which was a fucking monster of an album. He is so fucking. He brought back the insane. whole Wu Tang Clan. I don't crazy. think anybody recognized how crazy that is. He brought minus old dirty bastard, obviously, but he brought back the whole fucking Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, I think it's all right. So with the Logic album, I started listening to it, and I was like, the first couple tracks, I was like, oh man, this is about to be like some cheesy ass shit where he's preaching at me again because that's like another everybody. I hate, I hate that kind of shit. Like, that song was terrible. Bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, and the actually, the Hotline song is so. Trash to me, dude. Like. I, I I like it. I really do. To be honest with you, I yeah. love that whole album. Because like when you watch, do you watch Rapture? Like I just Rapture. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I got man. that. I got that vibe just by listening to Thank You on the first track, and I was like, ah, I don't know if I like this. But then everybody dies hits, and you're like, holy shit, Logic is fucking going. And the song with Wu Tang, the song with uh. Wale, bro. Oh, hundred words, hundred miles of running. Just, I, we can't. Are we allowed to play music on more streams? I don't want to do that. Yeah, because Facebook will fuck us on that. I'll Shout just out explain to it. Then. There's a part at the so, very end of hundred miles of running. Like, there's an end. There's a part at the very end of hundred miles of running, which is the song with him and Wale, where he goes, "All right, I'm gonna do this all in one breath," and he fucking. It's faster than like Eminem on that rap guy. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. Just crazy. Logic might have beat Eminem on rap guy. That's crazy. It's I think he might be dead. I think he might be Tech Nine. I think he might have been Twist. Not Twister, maybe. I mean, it sounds like old Twister type shit. It, it do sound good. like some old school Twister. And I, yeah, shout out to Bobby on that one. That I was love fucking that Logic. Just like cares so much about rap music. You know what I mean? You can just tell. Yeah, he, you can tell. He's like, he just Logic like a is. An, I'm gonna say Logic is a student of the game. If I've ever seen it. Yep. And that's why I always respected him. Yep. I always respected Logic. Yeah, go get the Logic album, Young Sinatra Four. It's amazing. I think I'm still giving a slight edge to his last album. I think Bobby Tarantino Two was that the last one. Bobby Tarantino is the fucking That's, shit. That one, I like that one a little bit more. But after the first track, like the first track was like the only track I really didn't get into because it was kind of like preachy Logic shit. What do we got here on the fucking list? Well, we Twenty One Pilots. We didn't even talk about Twenty One Five. I mean, we we didn't even talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to that. Actually, I like Twenty One Pilots album. That's short. That comes out today, right? That already. I listened to a little bit of it uh, last night. They like. I, all right, so I originally. I don't see why people hate on Twenty One Pilots, bro. I, I really don't. Like, um, I, I see like they're a little bit cheesy at times, but bit. I overall I, I fucking dig them. I, I I never hated on them. I used to call them my guilty pleasure band, like the band I. Was, they're like, not even a guilty pleasure. Yeah, that's they're they're not even. It's not a guilty I pleasure. I wouldn't even put them a guilty pleasure um, category. You know what changed my? You know what a guilty on? pleasure category is? I would put that a fucking Lady Gaga as a guilty pleasure oh, category. I just don't even like but that still, that. like I wouldn't put Twenty One Pilots in that. Oh, Kesha. No, 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 not really, not anymore. Kesha's fucking last album was amazing, actually. Rainbow was a shit. Rainbow was a shit, but that's a whole different story. Yeah. Uh, but no, I would never put Twenty One Pilots on a fucking guilty pleasure category. That's just I, I know. I, I took him off that, and this is why. Like, yeah. I saw a video of them online, which I thought was super dope. The video was him like waiting outside of like one of his shows to start, and yeah. he's playing "Can't Help Falling in Love" by Elvis on a little ukulele. And I'm like, dude, this guy's voice is fucking incredible. And then like you see him like, he, like when you actually watch one of their performances, that's what I ended up doing after that. I'm like, I'm gonna just see what these guys are all about. Those guys like are jumping off like Marshall Stack. No, they don't. Shit, they, like, their stage show shit. is incredible. <laughs> that's why they charge a hundred bucks on their first fucking tour, which what? is insane. That's crazy. I, don't know I, don't <laughs> I mean, I'm not that. paying for them live. 
No offense to them, but I'm not dropping a hundred on that. Dude, concerts are so ridiculous these days. Unless you're catching a small band or like a new artist, like you have to catch like a Kendrick or something like that when they're new. We caught like Joiner, Joiner Lucas, like earlier this year. Yeah, that was a fun. That was. I'm so and Joiner's about to blow up, especially after that Eminem mm-hmm. shit. I'm so happy I saw him before he got big. I'll tell you one yeah. thing that made me uncomfortable at that concert though. When what? he did, I'm not racist. I remember seeing a white chick outside. Rapping like the white dude's perspective. Oh no! And she was like <laughs> saying the N oh, word no. and everything, and I'm like, oh no, no, you're missing the point here. Oh no, like, baby, what is you doing? What is you doing? So that made me feel a little. That's like the whole thing with Kendrick when he brought the little 14 year old girl on stage and she said, "Nigga and uh, Good Kid, Mad City." I feel like that was kind of trapping like, on Kendrick. I, no, no, that was, <laughs> I mean, she should have known. I mean, better, what do you but... expect? Like, <laughs> yeah. You did I mean, play Kendrick you, City too. I mean, I played Kendrick on that one. To be honest with you, like <laughs> the whole chorus of that song I put that is on Kendrick. I put it gets in there. You set her up on that one, bro. Like, what do you expect? But Kendrick, I think that's why he didn't give her too much shit. I'm also like Kendrick, I love you, but you set her up on that one. Yeah, like, you really did. Yeah, he did. I think that's why he didn't give her too much shit. And then you also have people like Schoolboy Q, like almost like champion that. Like, he'll like he's known to like cut the sound on. Like, in his concerts, like, when the N-word is about to come off in a song, because yeah. he, like, just wants to see all the white boys singing it and stuff. Schoolboy Q is hilarious. the ultimate fucking troll, and I love him to oh, death. Yeah. I just saw this video of, uh, I, did I tell you about this, the whole thing with him and Mac Miller? They were, uh, they were in the park. You started to tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, all right, so, we and this is, like, rest in peace, Mac Miller. We talk about him every episode, but, like, there was this video of, uh, Schoolboy Q and Mac Miller in the park, and Schoolboy Q's talking to some chick, maybe, like, 30, 40 yards away, and Mac Miller with some with some fans. He goes, hey, do you know who I am? He goes, yeah, you're Mac Miller. Do you know who that is? No. <laughs> and he goes, like, I want you to go, you know, he's pointing to Schoolboy Q, which I think Oxymoron wasn't even out at that point. Right. So it was, like, I think right before Oxymoron yeah, came out. Blank Face, I think, was probably the only thing out. Or wait, was Blank Face before that? I think no, Blank, Blank Face was after that. Was it after? Yeah, because oh, he, okay. he got a Grammy now for that yeah. one. He didn't win, but he got a nomination. Habits anyway, and Contradictions so, is probably what was out. That was yeah, his mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he points out, hey, I want you to go over to Schoolboy Q and ask if you're Kendrick Lamar's hype man. <laughs> I don't think you guys understand how funny that <laughs> shit is. <laughs> Oh man! You know, it's uh, funny so, to me. It's funny that Kendrick blew first because like they were pushing J Rock first, like TDE. Like that was the first artist. J Rock, like and Kendrick was like hype man for J Rock yeah. at first. J Rock, like what do you call it? He, you know, he had that motorcycle accident and shit. So that's with the setback for J Rock. That was, was a big but, I mean, he totally redeemed. Well, that's fucking hilarious. Redemption. Redemption is his name. His album's name Redemption. What do you expect? Like yeah. And honestly, God, since we're talking about it, in 2018 is almost over. It's still in my top five albums of the year. It might be my favorite album of the year. It's like a toss-up between that and Royce the Five Nines Book of Ryan. I love ASAP Rocky's album too. ASAP Rocky, I didn't I haven't sat with that as much I as I like for something, something about J Rock's album. I just kept listening to it over and over and over. You know when you get that album that you're just like, all I want to do is listen to this album. Like and that's what it was for J Rock. And the same with Book of Ryan. Like Royce's Book of Ryan is like the most personal album ever. Like I, I feel like yeah, honored that he even like put it out. You know? I put like, Denzel Curry in that category too. Like yep. Denzel Curry had probably the most underrated album to me this year. Yep, in, in hip hop. So yep, uh, Denzel Curry. I just saw his. I just watched his Narwar interview. Have you seen that shit? No. Oh, guys. I, I, I guys, feel like it would be hilarious. I love Narwar. And I love Denzel Curry. So yeah. Narwar listening. Narwar is like the best interviewer of all fucking time. He's this super Agreed. weird guy from British Columbia, but. And he's like super nerdy and awkward in these interviews and always weirds people out. He always interviews rappers, which is hilarious because he's this nerdy white guy that wears like these, like this big baggy hat. He's just a really weird looking dude. He wears like a golf hat with like the little <laughs> yeah. fucking, like, like the fuck, you ever seen South Park, the little fucking beanie <laughs> yeah. Stan Marsh yeah. has on his yeah. head? That's what he looks like, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And so he interviews people and he like he I've seen him put Quest Love into tears, like te- literally crying because of the shit that he knew about him. Like this guy's known for just knowing shit about people that you're like, hey, where did you shit. get that from? Like, I'm scared to find my shit. Like, <laughs> he had Denzel Curry like, oh, tripping God. out, man. He's <laughs> like, he was like bringing up people that like grew up in Denzel Curry's neighborhood. And he's like, how the fuck do you know my friends <laughs> from my neighborhood? Does that make any sense? He's like, there's no public information about this. Where did you get this shit? Did you see his t- Tyler Crater's one? Yeah, that's great too. That one was fucking hilarious. Uh, he bought him like bacon soap. We go, bacon soap. Now fat black bitches about to be on my dick. <laughs> I fucking love. I love Tyler Crater so much. Dude, Tyler's great. He's got. He's on the fucking Grinch soundtrack, what man. What did I see with him? I think he's. Does he got something new coming? No, I don't. I, not that I know of. He's doing like. Oh, you know, he got the shit with ASAP. He's doing that clothing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What's that? Wang Sap. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't have a day on it though. But yeah, that single they had, potato salad, was dope. Yep. Real quick, while it's up on my thing, and just I just want to oh, shout him out, Detroit artist Johnny Morris. Johnny Morris, I mean, hey, big shout out, man. Uh, so he actually added me because of the whole Detroit rap thing. Oh, speaking of which, shout out to the Joe Commissio and uh, Uncle P for that. I'm officially a writer for Detroit rap, which is fucking yeah, insane. man, big news. Uh, so if you're looking to find out besides our podcast, if you want some information on Detroit rappers, Detroit rap, Detroit rap, Detroit writing for it. Swag. Uh, so yeah, Johnny Morris. So he uh he hit me up actually. Oh no 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 no. So I add him on Instagram after like the whole thing and then follow back and then we were talking for a little bit. It was like, yeah, check out my album, check out, and I'll check out yours because our shit came out the same day. Yeah, big shout out. We actually just listened to the his, shit uh, before Yeah, his before album out, started. Um, you can get it on all the streaming services. It's called It's Beautiful and All Good. Got and his uh, son on the we cover, didn't, We didn't dive into the whole thing because we were just listening to it right before we started recording, but we listened to the first couple tracks and I really like that Living in Hell, like the intro. Yeah. That was a good, that was a good song. Yeah, so. that, dude, that dude is something special. I like it. We definitely want to do our best on this podcast. Hey, cool, you know, uh, if you're watching it, you know, I'll, I'll hit you up. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely want you on the show soon. So speaking of which, man, want to talk about the show we went to last night a little bit? Oh yeah, shout out to Drave Dav on that one. That was fucking sick. That was fun, man. Uh, damn, what was Homeboy's name? I told him you reminds me of Denzel Curry too. I know. I've got a, I I forgot, got a video. I forgot. On my I forgot too, his name. We were talking outside. It's on both bit. our social medias, but we're gonna figure we, it out. I'll, we'll find you. We'll find we'll, it. I fucking love that dude. Well, uh, we have the concert flyer and it has all the names. Yeah, on it, so shout out to Wanye on that one. Wanye was fucking sick. YG Habibi was fucking. Habibi cracks me up, man. I love. I, love, I, love, I, I told him last night that he's like he's, Detroit's Takashi Six Nine, only more talented. He is a more talented version of Takashi Six Nine, <laughs> only from Detroit and way fucking. He can better. actually like, like, like Takashi. He can actually rap and he can actually <laughs> write, but he's got that kind of presence, like that, real like, hyped up music, like real like in your face kind of shit. And he like we've seen him twice now. That was the second time we saw him live. Yeah, and yeah, he doesn't know that though. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't know that. Yeah, because we, we definitely, I definitely saw him live one before time. Before it was that. the time you took me to the show. Yeah. And, uh, was that in Ann Arbor or was that in Ipsy? Last uh, night was in Ann Arbor. Ipsy. That was Club yeah. Above before that. Yeah. Last night yeah. was in Ipsy. We were at Ziggy's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to Ziggy's, man. I like that place. That was oh fun. yeah, uh, Dave Jeffries. Big shout out to him. I'm actually doing some beats and brew shit there in a couple months. Speaking of that, I'd like to go to like a if we can. I'd like to get a. a like a live podcast sometime, like at a venue or something like that. While we're I'm working on some shit that like that. Sweet, I'm actually been working on that. Or with even a at like places. one of your beats and brews events would be sweet. I've been working on that with a couple places, so that's probably gonna come like right when I come back in, in town. That's a cool part too. I I, didn't, I I guess everything's like a work in progress with us because we're all doing this out of pocket. You know, we're paying for everything. And he got the webcam yesterday. I just yeah. Bought. Shout out to this crispy ass 4K yeah, camera great. we got right yeah, now. Tech, what up? 
Shout out Logitech. Sponsor us. Sponsor us for that shit. <laughs> um, I'll pl- we'll plug you every fucking week. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but then I got from Nick Small, my main man, who's helped me with so much of this shit. Like, at Casual. Hey, Nick shout out to At Casual and their Sacred Vibrations Festival. Them. Yeah, they're, they're starting Chirps up, up there. Uh, two Beer Crew. Like, like, all these, you know, all these guys I, I've met on my during my career. They're so actually like, leaving yeah. right now. I gotta go feed their cat later on. <laughs> Is that a metaphor? <laughs> no. <for real>. <laughs> <laughs> no I gotta go feed their cat. Their little cat Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh shit! But no, yeah. So I bought an interface, a mixing interface, and a mic off Nick. Um, I'm going to pick that up later today. So everything is going to be getting better and better. Oh, We're going to sound so this crispy on look, the next podcast. This shit about to look sexy as fuck. I can't. Oh, wait. I shouldn't say crispy. I should say smooth. We're going to sound crispy. Smooth. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I had a lot of fun last night. There was a lot of good artists in there. A lot of good people in there too. It was cool too because people would rap and then they had a couple judges. So they yeah, rap. shout out to Dilo, uh, Drew Denton, and Cousin. Like, yeah, yeah, the judges. They were fucking dope. Yeah, it was uh, speaking of which, I mean Dilo and Drew Denton, you know, they helped me with "Be Careful, Be Safe" mm-hmm. like a lot. So yeah, that was a that was fucking cool seeing them do their thing. Yeah, that was fun, man. It's been a lot of show. Well, I'm officially I haven't I'm officially on vacation until the 14th from my job job, the paying the bills job. Um, and so I've been just kind of trying to do different fun stuff and I took my dad to see the Motet at L Club on Wednesday night after work and man was that a good concert like my dad had so much fun so my dad's about to turn 65 uh on the 11th so happy birthday dad if you're happy birthday Neil's dad yep um and now he's like almost he's like close to retirement so now he's like going to concerts with me and stuff and it's so much fun man like he loves funk music so the motet's like a super funky band like his favorite band is tower of power and he got to see them on his tower 50th of birthday. power <laughs> yeah i just like brought him on stage in vegas <laughs> on his 50th birthday he had a great time he was with my uncle jim and aunt sharon and my mom and um so he went to that concert last night or on wednesday night with me and he was like man i like this even more than the tower of power concert and so he he was having a lot of fun man it's cool going to shows with my dad hey real quick do you know jane smith just put out a song uh, Called Goku. <laughs> Fuck yes. He would. I love all the Dragon Ball Z references. Angry Gohan, Goku. <laughs> I just plucked my own shit there. Shut He's up. He's also, what, what was the iconic song that they flipped Icon? Oh, uh, Iconic. On uh, Logic shit? It was on Logic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good song too. Shaq West put out an album. T.I. put out an album. Dime Trap. Oh, I love T.I. so much. Ghostface Killer. Davies and Style P. We listened this to a little bit so of the Davies and Styles P before the podcast so started. That shit is so fire. Oh, uh, speaking of Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga got an album out because of that fucking movie. But yeah, Dave East and Styles P, two of the hardest American men in hip hop by far and away. Like they each have no, Dave like, East is three the projects shit. in the last Dave, like, two years. Dave East is the shit, bro. Like, I think Styles like, P might have the most music. Out, or, he might have. The most, currency? I think Styles Styles P's been around a lot longer than Currency. He's yeah, good point. Very good point. Very currency's good point. like well, actually, like, currency, currency put out like three projects a fucking like, year. Currency, yeah, but <laughs> currency's like the decade of the generational gap below him. Like I think Styles P is like forty five or something like that. Maybe around his forties. Oh, and currency say. is like thirty five or something. Hey, like that. Nope. Mm, currency's fucking. We we talked about this last week. Currency's fucking. Yeah, he, uh, he always drops. Dedication, like work ethic, cannot be matched. I think all currency all. does. Is and I even listen to currency like that. That's the best part. Like I, I just I admire the fucking I work love ethic. Currency. Yeah, that's one of my favorite rappers. Um. I think all currency does is ride lowriders, smoke weed, and record music. That's like it. Like, and play with his French bulldog. And hang out with, you know, his fucking godson, which is Liz Khalifa, well, uh, Wiz Khalifa's kid. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Was, yeah, that was God, he's, I think his godfather, Wiz Khalifa's kid. When, when, uh, when Rob and I saw, I think I might have mentioned this on one of the podcasts, but when we saw Wiz, he brought out his kid on stage and shit, and he was like, Yeah, I saw the funny. video of that. 
I forgot what I was doing that night. I think I was at some other shit. I felt like a giant. I felt like a dinosaur during Ray Schremer. Oh my god, the kids were so fucking young. Ray Schremer, I bet. Ray Ray Schremer is awesome live though. Ray Schremer is the millennial version of fucking Crisscross, and I love him. I really do. (laughs) I really, I really do like Ray Schremer a lot. Actually, um, what did I see? I just saw like I think I was scrolling through my Instagram yesterday. I saw that like. I think Sway Lee's got his solo album coming soon, Does he? and then he's I'll got a that song out. that's about to drop with Drake on it. Because there was like a, they teased like a video with him and Drake. I'll check that out. I actually like uh, I like Sway Lee. It's funny though. I feel like if Ray Schremer ever like breaks up and they go their solo routes, like I feel like he's gonna be way more successful. Oh, absolutely! It's like fucking like if Migos ever breaks up, Quavo's gonna be way more successful. Quavo's Let's be honest. Actually, like, speaking like, of, he has like, a solo album. I think I know he does. They just leak that plus he got the Huncho Jack too. Like they're doing him and Travis Scott's uh, collab shit. They just uh, let me pull that up because they, they had Huncho Jack one. I got Huncho Jack two now. In front of me. Why don't I just use this? Um, they just leaked the uh, like the features for Quavo's album, and it looks pretty. Let's see. Quavo features. Quavo Huncho. It just popped up, by the way. Yep. <laughs> um, see? Huncho. Huncho Jack. You know what it's called? Yeah. No, solo features. This one. Oh, no. Okay, so Huncho, I think, is... Huncho okay. is already Quavo Huncho. So, no, they had the Huncho Jack, which is like uh, Travis Scott's and Quavo's collab album. I was thinking something totally different, then. Let's see if I can find Damn, it. I saw that cover. That cover looked fucking sick. I saw it a little bit earlier today, actually. It was like a it was like a picture of a whiteboard with like shitty writing on it, and it was like his handwriting. Oh, all the features and the shit. features. It's kind of like Kanye's stupid shit. No, Kanye, what he does is fucking hand draw shit. And I gotta charge my Mac up. Let's goose it. Yep, yep. Um, I don't know. I can't find it. There's a bunch of people on it though, and of course, like you knew it was gonna be Quavo's solo album features. Quavo enlists Drake, Cardi B, Travis Scott, a bunch of motherfuckers. Oh, shit. All right, so he's got 21 Savage, Cardi B, Offset, Sweetie. Fuck out of my face with this shit. Sweetie, which I think is his girlfriend now. Davido. Shout out to Afrobeat Music. I like, I've like. i been listening to that Davido shit. It's pretty good. If I tell you, say I love you. That shit's tight. <laughs> Are we not recording right now? We are on oh. Logic. Okay. Um. Drake is on there, little baby, Kid Cudi. I just saw a picture of Kid Cudi and um. Uh, what the hell is his name? Ty Dolla Sign in the studio together. Really? What's the deal with this? Quick break. Um, I don't know, we got a little 